So I am so excited because I love doing live shows with all of us together in the same place. And this is a little different from the live shows you used to put on. It is, it is, it is. Because, <laughs> you know, I'd be getting paid for those live shows. <laughs> and you heard it here, folks. Well... <laughs> is in the building today. She's actually in the building. I am, I am. I am in Savannah this weekend, so I am so excited because I love doing live shows with all of us together in the same place. And this is a little different from the live shows you used to put on. It is, it is, it is. Because, <laughs> you know, I'd be getting paid for those live shows. <laughs> and you heard it here, folks. Well... <laughs> say get your ones but you know saying since we're going to the bitcoin you know saying credit cards and bitcoins only Mm-mm. yeah y'all, y'all know where y'all gotta slide those uh credit cards through yep. y'all is stupid we got nessa nessa coming to the stage <laughs> and on that note i'm gonna introduce um my co-host Shit, a little bit more talking i'm about to pull up my credit card you know what i mean Shit. <laughs> y'all you, know, you got the slide and then you got the um the chip insert <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I think I like it when I am remote because I probably wouldn't have heard all of that. But now I can hear it. Um, check it. Oh, my God. So if I can get through the introductions, I have my co-host to the right of me who is sweet, who needs to be on his IEP again because he has deviated from his goals. Say what's up, sweet. Hey, what's going on, listeners? How y'all doing today? (laughs) (laughs) And to the left of me, we got our fact checker, a.k.a. maybe, may not be back stretcher. (laughs) Not at the moment. (laughs) We got Big Ness in the house. (laughs) Yeah, what up, what up, fellas? I mean, people, what up, what up? So, yes, it is a great Sunday evening here in Savannah. And we are chilling. It's actually nice weather for, for fall. Oh, yeah. It really is. It really is. Fall is my favorite season. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fall, like officially season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. September 21st. Oysters. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-oh, steamed oysters time. Yes. Yeah, fall, that, like, that's like that's always like the perfect weather. Yeah. yeah. Where it's not too hot, it's not too cold. All you need is just a long sleeve shirt. That's it. Maybe a hoodie, and that's about yeah. it. That's about it. Just keep it moving. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But um, yeah. So, um, Nessa, how's your trip here? Been here so far? My trip has been great. I had a smooth drive, thank the Lord. No problems, no issues, no mm-hmm. traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm always crashing with my girl Melinda. So, hey, Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> what What else have you done since you've been here? Oh wow, what have I done? Uh, hung out with my 
my sisters, my sisters, I should say, mm-hmm. and um, was at a wonderful anniversary of a great local Savannah business here, uh, Jig Cigars. So um, we were out there helping them celebrate their first year anniversary, and we're so sorry we had to put your stunt double in. Yeah, you know, he's trying to take my job. It's all good, though. He was a good stunt double, though, but he's not you. Yeah, you know, but I'm glad he did a good job, though. I'm glad he did a really good job, Um, because I couldn't be there. Yeah. Even though I'm stretching backs. (laughs) But no, we had a great time. A lot of great people. The community really came out, represented, supported. Um, Great food, great smokes, great time, like... Everybody had an awesome day, so it was it was really good. How long did y'all stay out there? Wow. Was it like an all-day event? It was. Yeah, pretty much. We came out, we did the show, and then took a, I took a little hiatus and then uh, came back out for the, you know, later on in the evening for mm-hmm. a little bit more festivities. And then, I think, what, about 10.30, I think I, I wrapped it up because mm-hmm. I, I had an early meeting today, so. Mm-hmm. Was it a lot of people out there? It was, you know what? It was a good, it was a good mix. Like it never got like overly full because mm-hmm. you know people are still so, social distancing and things like that. So um, when it started to get a little full inside, you know, people just kind of gravitated outside, outside yeah. and stuff. So yeah, because that's that's actually got like it's got like the regular cigar area, then it's got like a lounge area to the side. Yes, yeah, yeah. which is really nice. The lounge area. Well, it's got two rooms on the lounge area side. Oh, they added a second room on the lounge. Yeah, if you side? if like like if you go into the lounge room right in that back corner, mm-hmm. that back left corner, yeah. is another little room another about the bathroom. size of a bathroom, but it's enough to get like four chairs in there. Yeah. Okay, um, it's a nice little area back. I mean, the whole shop is a real nice, a real nice place to go visit. But um, mm-hmm. that that little area is a real nice area back there. Okay, all right, because I've been in the that back half where it's kind of you know it's got the the lower lights, it's got the yeah. more intimate seating. Yeah. So, but I didn't know there was another room off of that. But yeah, yeah. You go right off the back of that, and there's like a little little corner back there. Okay, look like a little kitchen area or something. Okay, nice. I bet. Because really nice. um, I think that was one of the themes that we everybody kept emphasizing, like the whole night, is that the store is impeccable. It is like like he OCD or something. Man, <laughs> in the, in the best way ever, because yeah. you know it's it's well designed. You could tell it was thought out. It mm-hmm. had a theme. The humidor is just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. You know. And he has a very nice selection of cigars in there. Great yeah. selection. And, you know, willing to teach people, willing to talk to them. Very personable. Yes. Like both gentlemen. Uh, George and, and Isaac. Isaac. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very personable. Willing to, you know, you know, get in there and find out, you know, what, where are you at in your uh, cigar journey? Mm-hmm. So they're willing to, like, work with you, have some great suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um like really everybody is like the whole that's what i love about the cigar community like mm-hmm. if you're a newbie and you know people you're like hey i'm new to cigars and people don't mind sharing information and bringing exactly they're mm-hmm. like hey well this is what i tried this was my experience yeah. and you know you might like this or that everybody is very very welcome yeah, the cigar community is kind of like kind of like music like it brings everybody together no matter yeah. what your religious beliefs are no matter what your color is you know what i'm saying like it, it kind of brings everything together just like music to me it does absolutely um, great um, point great point sweet so y'all did a, y'all did a good job on the show no we did an excellent job on the show um i was the soundboard engineer for the first time 
Um, but you wasn't the fact checker and back checker because somebody else was doing that. So it kind of like took two of y'all to do my job, sort of, right? Well, no, no, because all, all the facts were stated, you know, saying without having to check anything. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know what I'm saying? And Jake did a wonderful job, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He did. Um, so, in all of our guests, everybody always had something, like some really good input, you know? It wasn't just somebody just talking aimlessly, but everybody had, you know what I'm saying, great input. And mm-hmm. it was, um, always like three degrees of separation from why they were there and their cigar lifestyles and everything. So it was all, you know, saying very well put together. Yeah, everybody had a great uh, Jig's cigar story about like how they got into, how they met either Jig or Isaac or, Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, George or Isaac, excuse me. I I did the same thing. I do the same thing. I know, right? I do the same exact (laughs) thing, yeah. (laughs) I always call him Jig. I never say George. Yeah. But either how they met them or um, what brought them into the store for the first time, mm-hmm. everybody had a great story. And it was cool because um, George's sister was there, brother was there, so it was a family affair. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really kind of just went kind of roundtable and mm-hmm. let everybody get uh, a plug-in on their business mm-hmm. and what they yeah. did. And so that was that was a great part as well. Like, everybody just was so friendly, um, just... I mean, the energy in the room was great. Mm-hmm. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's joking. You know, not not a not a not a bad moment in the day. It was like a perfect day for real. Hey, that's dope. And they had food and stuff there too, right? Yeah, the food yeah. was delicious. I heard they, they food drinks. I heard they had some vodka cupcakes up there. How were those? Man, uh, tequila. Tequila cupcakes. Wait, tequila? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. You know, that explains a lot. That. Yeah. That I, explains I, a lot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whenever you say tequila, you know what you're supposed to do, or do I got to do it? No. Uh, go ahead, man. Give it a try. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Work on your tongue game. <laughs> First off. <laughs> uh, you don't have a tongue game? We're, we're definitely Damn. not going to do that. <laughs> now, I'm oh, not saying man. I don't have a tongue game, because I definitely got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, nah. I like it better when you do it, though. Pause. Pause, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you need the introduction? We need to say the word tequila. tequila. <laughs> you can say it right now. He can't. Well, you said you like the way I, I do the tequila thing. <laughs> so my attention's over here. Oh, no, it, it always goes perfect. Like, it's like perfect timing when you say tequila and you just have exactly, exactly. Exactly. There it is. Now we're back in the game, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go. Mm. We have to record that, so now we'll have it as, as we did. in a we y'all did. did. Yeah. I just couldn't find it. Oh, dang. I've been thinking about how to look for it ahead of time, but <laughs> we'll get to it at some point. Yeah, but those cupcakes, wow, they were intense. Mm. Like, because the. And I don't know, I'm not a, a baker, but like all it seemed like all the alcohol like concentrated to the bottom. Mm-hmm. So like so when you're eating cuz I eat my cupcakes in like layers. So when I got to the bottom part, it was just like all alcohol for me. So it was a bit intense. Mm-hmm. So and I guess that was part of the surprise. It was too much for you? It was a lot. Like I don't mind having alcohol in something, but that was like a shot with icing. It was it was a lot. It was intense, but that but uh, you know the rest of the cupcake was good. It was great flavor. It was the great frosting to cupcake ratio, like not too much frosting. So 
they were still delicious. It was just the alcohol that just gathered at the bottom was a little much for me. That's cool. So what are we smoking? What are we smoking? We are smoking uh, sticks and stones. So we are all on the same cigar this evening because yep. we're doing a review. We are. we are. What are we reviewing? Are we reviewing this stick? Yeah, yeah, we're reviewing this one. So give us some more information about it, Ness. Oh, I thought y'all was going to do that. No, you're nah. the fact checker. Like, yeah. you know. y'all, y'all get information. I just make sure the facts are straight. Oh, that's <laughs> how we're turning it tonight. Well, actually, I'm, I'm about to go ahead and light mine up. So um, I, I'll tell you, it's a little. It's it's a. Um, the name of the stick, the name, the the name brand of the stick is Sticks and Stones. Um, it was given to me by a guy named uh, Rich, who's a, who's actually part founder of the company. Um, but we'll get more into detail about the company and you know what they do or whatnot, where they from, as the show goes on. But right now we're doing the first light. Um, this is the first time any one of us has had this cigar before. So, is there another lighter? We're going to. Uh, you know, critique this on air and see how it works. All right. What are we drinking with it? Um, some Siraj from Australia. Siraj, what is that? It's a wine. Oh, it's a wine? Yes, it's a red wine. A red wine? Have yep. you had it before? Not this particular one. Oh, my bad. I'm stealing oh. lighters over here because that's what I do. Mm. This one, what? It's, it's a red. It's a little... A it's a dry. dry no, yeah, so Rogers are dry. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's it's a, from South Australia. It's a 2019 vintage. Okay, that's what's up. And you never had it? No, not not this, not from this um company. No. Mm. Yeah. You, so. you know what was real good? That one wine you had bought over a thousand stories. No, that that was that was awesome. Actually, I'm I'm really going to get a couple bottles of that. Okay. Um. I've been seeing it pop up on my Facebook for some reason now. Because we've been talking about yeah. it, so you know. Facebook you know how that happens. Yeah. Big Brother's always watching. Yeah, yeah, man, always I, watching. I hate that. That's kind of creepy to me. <laughs> Very creepy. Okay, so I noticed with our cigars, everybody did a different cut. So I did a straight cut. Sweets, you did a V cut. Oh, both of you guys did a V cut. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I did a straight cut. So mm-hmm. we'll see if that makes a difference in uh, in our cigars. I don't know. Um, but you know, we haven't got to our first third yet. But I, I will say, the drawness is really good. Is it? Yeah. It, it, it doesn't seem like you know. Some sometimes cigars are two pack, mm-hmm. so it's like you're really not say struggling, but you're just pulling a little bit too hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I say, you know, I don't. I don't mind working for some stuff, but I don't want to work for no. Stuff. What was the retro hell? Did you do a? Did you do a? It, right now, it's peppery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's very right peppery. Yeah. Very, very peppery. But, you know, I mean, that's that's to be expected. So we'll see as, you know, we get to our first third, second third, and third thirds. Producing a lot of good smoke, though. Yes, I like that part. Yeah, that, that's what um, I, I do appreciate with the cigar. Like, the jaw is good. Yeah, it looked like the construction so far. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. It looked like the construction is really good on it. Um, but, yeah, we'll get into it. Um, so. Yeah, I think the draw is nice. It's like like Sweet says, it's, you don't have to work hard to pull, and mm-hmm. you get you know a nice good inhale on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm definitely liking that part. Um, I am not happy with this pepper note. I'm not y'all know I don't I don't like peppery things. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I'm 
going to be looking forward to is to see how it if it develops into other so notes. Because mm-hmm. yeah. right now I'm just getting straight pepper. Mm-hmm. Well, pepper was always better looking than salt. Not that that has anything to do with the cigar, but it just made me think but about you know, it. I was, trying, I was thinking oh. about salt and pepper too, though. <laughs> <laughs> so well, see, I was always a pepper fan because you know she's yeah. thick, dark skin, and yeah. you know I'm more I'm more chocolate than I am yeah. cafe. But Spin, so. Spinderella was finer than all of them. But pepper was my pepper was my one though. Yeah, between Plus, salt and pepper, pepper was the one. Yeah, but sp- now, too. Ooh, I'm, I'm disappointed. Pepper did not do well. Asia. Well, she just had she just had like some facial reconstruction, or whatever. So I guess she's still healing. But I saw her. No, picture. but her skin is lightened. Oh, like that, that, that I didn't pay yeah. attention to. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen her. Yeah. No, look up her picture. Like she she went the little Kim route. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Lil' Kim did herself such a disservice. She was such yeah. was so pretty. I was when like, came wow. Out. Yeah, it is a lot of pepper to just kick you in the face. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yes, but you know, some, some cigars, they start out that way and it mellows out and then yeah. the, the profile changes. So, I mean, but there's ways to get around that too. Drink more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to work on that. <laughs> Well, hey, yeah, good one. Not, not a bad one. Not a bad one. Not a bad one at all. Okay. Now, see, now with this wine, though, when you have a, to me, if I, because I have a dry wine mm-hmm. and I have a, you know, a peppery tobacco, mm. it's, to me, it's not a good blend. Like, mm-hmm. the wine is nice on its own. It's a little dry for my taste, but it's still not bad. It's still got good flavor, the strong yeah. tannins. And then you got the strong tannins. And the pepperiness, pepperiness from the cigar, because now pepperiness is a word. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's it's hitting too many of the same notes. So like, there's not a break from yeah, break from it. Yeah. Dry wine. Mm-hmm. I think if this was a more creamier wine, like the Thousand Stories, I think this would pair well with that. Mm-hmm. It would kind of tone the, pe- the pepper down when mm-hmm. they drink it or not. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think this would be a good coffee steak. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, so, but I mean, we'll so far, I like it. Yeah, we'll see as a complexity change if they change later on. And you know what I'm saying, give a little comeback on it. So, um, what's this? What's this going on in Detroit? What happened in Detroit? Okay, so in Warren, Michigan, which is a suburb outside of Detroit, there was a, um, a execution style murder of a family, and the child was a six year old boy. Wow! And it's just like, wow. I mean, that just, like, totally just blows my mind. Like, you know, children are innocent. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. they don't understand what their parents are doing or what they're into. And I don't know if the parents were in, you know, concretely were into something wrong. But nobody just randomly walks into your house and, you know, just executes your, executes you. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you feel like there's got to be something else going on. Right, right. To be executed, period. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no one wakes up and says, guess what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm yeah. a I'm an execution style shoot somebody today. Exactly. A whole family. Yeah. You know, I don't think too many Kids people Kids and all, that. I don't give a fuck who out there. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, that just, ugh, it That's, just disturbs me. It is. Sending a message, though. Somebody yeah, but I think that, unfortunately, um, when you get yourself involved in those type of situations, not only does it affect you, but it affects everyone around you. So, yeah. uh, I mean, it's very unfortunate that, you know, the wife and kids or the husband and kids or whoever else that wasn't involved got involved. But, right. I mean, that's just, the, that's just the way of the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
it's unfortunate. It ain't right, but I mean, that's just how it goes. So it's best to just, you know what I'm saying, try to stay out of that type of life. That is true. Yeah. Whenever possible. But it just, you know, you ever just get through 2020 and you're just like, okay, can we just, can we just pause? Or like, we, like, what the fuck? Are we in a bad game with Jumanji? Or is it like, what the hell is going on? Because mm-hmm. it just seems like it is just one thing after another, after another. And that's one of the things we kind of touched upon in um, our other show. And I know you guys have done a great job of it with uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. And um, we ran into uh, Mr. Talbert at the celebration. And, oh, he was there? Yeah, he was there. Did he speak? Yeah, we, we got him on the mic. And um, we did some uh, chit- chitty chatting afterwards. And we're thinking, like, since 2020 has been so what the fuck. Um, that he should come back on again with a colleague and we're going to uh, discuss family mental health mm. because I think it's important because, you know, like when we were growing up, we were shielded from a lot of that violence mm. because, you know, you only had the big three news stations. There wasn't this social media access like it is now. Yeah, social and, media ruins it for everybody. Man, I mean, not only do you, you know, between social media and 24-hour news, like you just it just gets like ground into you and it's like you got you got to change the dynamic like what are we teaching our kids with them seeing all of this violence right you know how do we especially for you know children of color brown and black children how are we teaching them to keep their their self-esteem and their value when you can clearly see that in society we're not always valued or treated as equals mm mm-hmm. Like, how do you explain that to them and, mm-hmm. and you know, give them some comfort? Mm-hmm. So we think that'll be a definitely a future show. Yeah, that sounds dope. That sounds dope. And he agreed to do it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, cool, cool. Yep. So I told him I'd be down for it. So that gives me, of course, another reason to come to Savannah again. Because mm-hmm. that one, definitely want to be live for, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. but Yeah, that's definitely tragic, though. Um, Man, I'm just... Like I said, I'm so over 2020 with the rush, you know, people trying to push people back into schools too soon. Um, the economy, you know, opening to me, opening up too soon. Like, I get it. Businesses have to survive. I, and, I, and I give credit to a lot of businesses because they have gotten creative mm-hmm. in ways to keep their businesses thriving. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hats off to that. But, you know... At what point do we just say, hey, let's just shut all this shit down? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a good idea, but at the same time, like that's that's I think that's kind of hard to do realistically. Yeah. Um, because you set you because they're not gonna shut everything down. And if you leave some stuff open, then that still leaves some possibility. Yeah. Right. But I mean, but it just keep emergency services. Like a lot of other countries paid their people to stay home. Like, we didn't pay our people shit. What about the grocery store? You know what I'm saying? Like, people right. still got to work in the grocery store. Exactly. That, but that would be considered essential because people have to eat. Like, and, you know, because my son... Then what about fast food? What about the gas stations? Considered, to me, considered essential because we got to eat. And those people that have to go to work because they work in grocery stores, hospital, police, and gas... You've got to have the fire, search, fire fire stations, the gas stations 
to make sure everybody has fuel. Like, yeah, I get that. If, if we shutting down, the gas stations really don't normally really have to be open. Now... Nah, they still need to be open because people wow. still have, need to drive. People but, still going to have to drive. People yeah. still got to drive to the hospital to get to work. You know what I'm saying? People still got to drive to the grocery but, store. Okay, but see, with those, you can have those um, pumps automated. They can't well, the just... pumps are automatic, but people are still going to come into the convenience store, though. And not everybody has I'm cars. Just, but I'm, what I'm saying is if, if, we, if you're shutting down the, the whole nation, the only, only people that are central people work, us, uh, central people... Now, a lot of these um, essential jobs, they have their own pumps, too. You know what I'm saying? Um, so they don't necessarily have to go to gas stations to get fuel. You, who got they, who this essential got their own pumps? You mean, like, um, the, police? The cops, yeah, police have their own pumps. Yeah, but they're not the only essential people, though. Right. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, analysts have their own pumps. All right, but, yeah, but, again, people, you, you can't shut down the grocery stores. As much as it sounds like well, it's possible, you really can't shut the grocery store down. Okay, well, with the grocery stores... I mean, because now, okay, so now you, you have your um, delivery services and stuff, too. Right. But, but just only certain people can get gas. But still, the, the store itself doesn't have to, have to be open. You can just leave the pumps on, and only these people, they can actually distribute special cards, and then they can get gas from their cards. Everybody else, nobody else should be on the road if we're actually quarantining so, the whole nation. So if we're going to quarantine the whole nation, to me, it would be, of course, your essential workers would be considered, one, your male, um, because we still, got, we still have to do some type of commerce. Like, and mail carriers, to me, would be considered essential. Of course, your hospital, your police, your fire. But mail carriers, like the ones that are out in the field, can, you know, social distance rather easily. It's the factories and the mail sorting Stations that have to be made safe. Okay, yeah, you but know, so other, that would take re, you know, some reconfiguration. Yeah, but did these other nations' mail service shut down too? And that's fine. I mean, if and if they could do that, that's even better. Again, put a moratorium on mortgages and rents and and bills because then everybody knows that nobody's working, so you can't expect people to pay bills, and the whole country is out of work. Well, you can if they, if, if like you said, if they pay everybody, still can expect them to right. pay bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and if you and if you gave them more than twelve hundred dollars, they think that's going to last for like three months. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because other countries, you know, they were getting three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars monthly to mm-hmm. make sure, and that would be better than nothing. Then people would be more inclined to stay home. Mm-hmm. But you put you put our, our country, we put people in in a catch twenty two. Like, okay, we're only going to give you 60 days, but, you know, and we're only going to give you 1200 bucks, and everything else is still due. So you're forcing people to, to go back to To start selling drugs. <laughs> you so silly. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you social distance when you're selling drugs? <laughs> That's a good question. But anyway... <laughs> But yeah, but you're you're putting people in catch twenty two. So There's ways now. around it. You ain't watched the wire. Yeah, I mean they, they had the window service. You know what I'm saying? You put your money here, you go over here, you get it, and you go. Hey, you know? I mean that's what I'm saying. The thing about being essential, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things that are right, so. There's the essential people, and then there's businesses that supply the essential businesses. Like for instance, like for instance, I work for a paper company, mm-hmm. right? We make boxes and stuff for Amazon. So, and Amazon is essential in the aspect of, you know, you might need to 
order medicine. You know what I'm saying? You might order anything. You know what right. I'm saying? And you, because and you, plus Amazon ain't gonna shut down anyway. Nope. Not as much money as they making. They not shutting Man, down for they thirty seconds. Making hand over fist. <laughs> Stop playing. But um, so we're considered essential. Like if we was to have a hurricane right now, like they would pay us to go stay there at my job the whole twenty four hours. Okay. If I needed to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those type of businesses, you know what I'm saying? Like, that involves, like, okay, now you're thinking, like you were saying, fire department, mm -hmm. police. But we're considered it's, it's essential, too. I mean, essential, too. So that involves a whole scope of people. So then it's like, if you're keeping the essential people, like, you're going to have to single out what essential is. Yeah. And, but you can't, you can't, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to draw that thin line because of the things that are needed. True. Everybody was considered essential. So right. those essential, <laughs> but those essential industries have to have the infrastructure to, to still function. So, so you've got levels of essential, like you've got your top priority, your life-saving essential, police, mm -hmm. fire, mm -hmm. you know, medical, um, food. Because everybody got to eat. So, and then you have to have the logistics to support that. So now, like you said, the, the people that make the packaging so you can have the boxes, the people mm -hmm. that, you know, the trucks, the rail systems. Right. So considered essential, but second level essential because they provide support so those essential businesses can function. So it's, it's not, I, I get what you're saying. It's not like one line, but there's definitely levels. Right, right. And even within those levels, you can um, redesign the factories or redesign the work area to be more safe. You can um, structure the times, restructure the work environment and the work schedule and the shifts. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's fewer, maybe it's fewer people and or longer shifts or shorter shifts and more people. You know, which whatever works that's going to be more conducive. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So there's many ways to look at it, to do it, but it just seems like nobody was willing to put that brain power into doing it, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, that leadership comes from the top down because, you know, you've got the village idiot and their cronies in office, you know, just... Well, he got corona too now. Oh, yeah, I know. I, and I, I, have, I have mixed feelings on that. Because, yeah, I don't like, want to wish... I don't want to wish... Yeah. Sickness on folks at one, but at the same time, like what I've been wondering is like, is it just all a hoax? Everybody's wanting that same thing, you know what I'm saying? Because he, if he get cured all of a sudden, then it's like, oh, see, I told y'all Corona wasn't that bad anyway. That or God forbid, if he dies, then he's gonna be a fucking martyr for a whole group of village idiots. You know what I'm saying? But that'll be the only way some people believe him, though. True. And that's sad to say, but right. yeah. But, you know, he, he painted that narrative himself, so... Because he was saying it's no big deal. It's no big deal. So mm -hmm. I'm not wishing anybody dies, but... Yeah. Meh. I mean, I say speed recovery. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, like, okay, you know, now that people see that he got it, so obviously there's something to it. Right. But then I don't put anything past the Democrats... Not Democrats, excuse me. I don't put anything past the Republicans because... Look who we had, you know, look who they thought was a candidate, a viable candidate for president. So, like I said, it's it's just so much misinformation and so much foolishness out there. Like, you you just don't know what to believe anymore. 
And that that is disheartening in and of itself. But what on that note, um, where are we in our cigars, fellas? Still, still getting to the one thirds. Um, the pepper notes have calmed down just a tad bit. Still a little peppery. It does have a nice burn. Um, nice color, dark gray ash on it. I said the construction is good. Airflow is still good. Um, I'm still trying to dissect the notes in this um, particular cigar. Yeah, I think this is the um, this is the Maduro one right here, right? Yeah. I think it's like ten dollars a stick. Um, but mine's doing all right. What about yours? Um, I'm I'm agreeing with sweets. The burn line is good. The ash is good. Um, the peppery note has calmed down, but I don't know. I feel like my palate is just like singed from all the peppery notes from getting through the first mm. part of it. So um, maybe dark chocolate. Maybe it's yeah. settling into that, but. I still get a lot of earthiness and woodiness from it. You know, I'm still, I'm I'm still on that stuck on the peppery note right now. So I actually had to change what I was drinking, so maybe I could cleanse my palate a little bit, so I could have a little bit of a better experience with it. What you drinking now, water? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. So that's where I am with this one. Mm. Mm. So y'all, uh, y'all watch any sp- any sports today? Mm. <laughs> uh oh! Somebody's team must have won. Somebody's team got beat on bad, and I'm not even gonna say. Wow! But um, yeah, you, you sure you want to talk about sports? I mean, you know what I'm saying. We might as well. You know what I'm saying. Go we on can and, talk about it. Go on and get that elephant out the room. Talk about so. It. And this is the first time. How long was Jason Garrett y'all coach the Cowboys? Too long. But 10 years? Yeah. 19 years? Something like that. First time they've ever started one and three mm. since he's been gone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well, on the flip side, he's on the Giants and they're 0 and 4. So, oh, yeah. The Giants are 0 and 4? I think so. Didn't they play today? I don't know. Wait, isn't wins go first and then losses? Yeah. That's okay. Oh. <laughs> right. So I thought. Yeah. That since he moved to your team, maybe he was doing better. But oh nah, they they, they yeah. Um, I don't know what to say about that. But um, yeah. But, but it's the Vagiants though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dak had a good day. Dak but had the, a good day. So it's like the Vagiants haven't been good in a while. But Dak, yeah, he did a good. He 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 had a good day, but we just didn't win. Right. Oh. We yeah. got beat by the Browns. Yeah. Now everybody said the Cleveland Browns. They Cleveland has. They have the talent to beat people. So hopefully now they have stability. Well, they three and one, so they definitely they, got yeah. the talent to so, beat folks. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you now we'll see how the year progresses because I mean they had some wins last year too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, what I'm saying, I, and I think that um, I think the new coach is taking them in a different direction. You know, they were saying that they're taking the pressure off of their quarterback, um, and he's you know saying letting all his playmakers make plays. So mm-hmm. still in the quarterback be the quarterback, but he's you know saying I mean because they like I say on even on paper they have a good team and they have and they had a good defense last year and as long as um uh, what's the dude name that got suspended at the end of the year after the whole um, Pittsburgh debacle Odell no 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 the the defensive end Garrett Garrett I don't remember um yeah it is Garrett 
and as long as he's in the lineup, I mean, they're gonna cause havoc because I mean, they, they they really they they really do have a um, stud defense. Mm-hmm. So, shit, their offense was looking really good because they were just running the ball any way they wanted to. I mean, they, they got, had they got, they got backs. three different yeah, they had three different backs running. They got but, backs, you know, what yeah. I'm saying you know Kareem Hunt, you got um, Nick Chubb, mm-hmm. and they got somebody else. So, I mean, it, it's it's really no surprise. It's just we think that the Cowboys was going to have a better year than starting off. Like if if they had a three one record, okay, they fell to the Browns, but they've been falling to everybody. Well, you know what I'm saying? not everybody. They did beat the Falcons. Like I said, they've been falling to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, the, the Falcons are like turkey. Well, hold on, right hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, Thanksgiving. we beat the Falcons and we lost to the Seahawks in a last second play. And we kind of, this game kind of got out of hand on the last second because we was down like 31 to 14. What's the key word? Uh, but no, that's what I'm saying Which is, I lost you, but what I'm saying is, but it's L's not like, L's. It is. It definitely is. What I'm okay. saying is, it's not like we was. What I, all I'm saying is that it's not like we was really, really looking bad. I mean, yeah, the defense looked bad, but it wasn't like we was getting trumped on, and then, you well, know, I we mean, got blew out. Like yeah, uh, both of those games are kind of like last second losses, really. But y'all could y'all could easily be zero and four though, because I mean, Atlanta was thumping on y'all. Yeah, but we also could be three and one. That's what I'm trying to say. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you trying to hate because y'all zero and four. But y'all not though. <laughs> but y'all are zero and four. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. You know. What I'm but y'all are zero and four, and we didn't want to be. We, we, we're not going to be like y'all. Hey, I'm just being honest. We there can only be one zero and four team, and that's y'all. You, you want to put us over here making excuses, making it seem like how I'm can at, it only be one zero and four team? I'm, I'm talking about at this team. table. Yeah. Oh, at this table. Oh okay. yeah, at this I was table. about to say. There's a, no, there's a couple of zero four teams. Table. Not at this table. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, one, one win and zero wins. I mean, hey, we're, you know, so we're in the difference. same division, so Philly's the best team in, in um, the division right now. What's wrong with that? You said it like that was something wrong with that. No, I'm just saying. The Cowboys ain't the best. We ain't the best. I think Washington better than the Cowboys. Oh, shit. The Heat won. Speaking of Washington, did they find out what they're going to name their team yet? Yeah, the Washington football team. Yeah, right now, that, that's what it is. Yeah. They haven't, so they're, they're not going to change it. They're just going to leave it at that. The Washington football, football team. team, yeah. Amen. I mean, I mean, that's how the Giants got their name. They're just New York. I mean, they're just the football, New York football Giants. <laughs> For real, do, that's, we, what that, that's, that's what yeah, it came, but, New York yeah, football Giants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we do have a moniker, though. But Yeah, it's the Vagiants. But y'all need to change. Y'all the Cowgirls. No, we're the Cowboys. No, you know, well, and the, what I, it look, I, I when you look it up, last last time I said something about that, you know, we we had to cut that out the show. <laughs> <laughs> so them boys, they like them boys, boys like boys. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's all good. You know, was it a movie about the what was it called Brokeback Mountain? They're cowboys too. Oh Jesus. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. Ain't say about and that on one, that note, um, <laughs> what else has been happening in the cigar world? Any great new releases? <laughs> um, let me see. While come you're thinking about that, yeah, um, that, Jake uh, sent me a um, a list of the 2020 black-owned cigar companies. Yeah, a couple of them. That's how I got a couple of the people that we uh, that we talked about. Um, um, Sticks and Stones is on there. Mm-hmm. I think Drunk Chicken is on there. Um, us, us also Deuces is on there. Yeah, which is a guy that I got to talk to at some point. Um, Deuces, yeah, that that was um, 
I, I enjoyed that sticker. I think Soul Brothers is on there also. Soul Brothers should be on there. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking through the list now. Yep, Soul Brothers is on there. Soul Brothers is number 29. So on this list, um, there are 69 uh, black-owned cigar, cigar companies, which I think is awesome. I don't think this list is all inclusive. I think this is like probably the most reputable ones, probably. right? And um, I'm just looking at the names, and I'm just loving the names. Like number one is Spade Cigars. I was like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like that name. Um, of course, number three, Black Star Line Cigars. I was like, yeah, that's what's up. Um, Emperor's Cut. I'm j- I just love like. The creativity in the, the names. Exactly. And the creativity in the names. It just says black excellence all down the list. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the other ladies, the Trey Lindas, uh, Cuban Cigars, they made we the list. We had those. Huh? Yep, we've had those. Yeah. Those yeah, were good. good. Um, let's see. Uh, the Conscious Cigars. Conscious spelled with a K. Yeah, That's I what I, I love I about. I reached out to them, too. They never you? hit me back. I'm about to hit them up again. Okay, shake them down. Um, I just love... my Detroit people after. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the job done. We will get the job done. That's for sure. Uh, I just love how you know black people will just take the spelling and just change it to to almost anything. Mm-hmm. Like they just abandon the traditional rules of English, which can be good and bad. True. 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 So let's see some other interesting names we got on here. Trilogy Cigars, Big Boy Cigars, uh, Hawk McSlayer. <laughs> that sounds like either like a superhero's alter ego or something. Or McLovin. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, what yeah, movie yeah. was that? Uh, um, Mc, uh, Gosh. Who's that movie? What was that movie? And because you said that, it just left my mind. Apple Pie? No, no not American Pie. No, no, no. no not it wasn't Super, that. Superstar. Um, Big Lovin'. Not it's, Bad Boys. It's right at the top of my head, too. Oh, gosh. I'll think about it like it, in the middle of the night. Be like, it was this. <laughs> fact Checker, where you at? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to. Where you at, Fact I thought checker? eventually we was going to come up with the name. I know. But no. But, they got uh-huh. Island Life Cigars, so I'm assuming that's going to be, like, from the Caribbean. Um, okay. Clout Cigars, uh, number 57 on the list. And I'm just going through and, like, just catching. Super bad. Super bad. That's what it was. was okay. Yeah. That's what yeah, Super bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, like, I'm just picking out names that stand out to me. Like, there are a bunch of great ones on here. But um, the other one, Clout Cigars, Blowing Smoke Cigars. Like great, great names. Pharaoh cigars, Watchman cigars, mm-hmm. ah, Aerie cigars. We've had those as well. Yeah, yeah, those are the ones from England or something yep. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Elite Cigar Club, like very, like very good names. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, bougie, bougie stogies, <laughs> bougie stogies, number forty six. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So yeah. I think definitely a lot of great cigar companies. So, like, now we got a list since, you know, we got a list to work from. So maybe, like, in February, or we don't even have to wait for February for Black History Month because we 365 black all the way up in here. That's a fact. Um, Just work our way through the list. That's a fact. Work our way through the list. Like, 
I would love to just have a humidor full of cigars from black cigar owned companies. That mm -hmm. would be totally awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so one, um, I'm going to say one of the new cigar releases, uh, if I have some jokes, is uh, Gurkha. <laughs> they actually released a new one. But, dun, dun, but here's dun. the thing about this one. It has the Agnesora leaf on it now. So they're changing um, the way that they're doing stuff because um, the guy from Gurkha, his name is Dan. He's a local distributor. Um, he actually came to the um, yeah, he was to, at the to show. Jake's um, anniversary. Oh, did he? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did y'all get same. some? Did y'all did give y'all some of those wax cigars? Yeah. I mean, some of those cigars. I mean, yeah. Yes, we did get yeah, a yeah, yeah. So, cigar. This Which one, one is called a uh, San Miguel. Um, oh yeah. Agnesor leaf, Agnesor um, binder and filler. Um, it's from um, Honduras. <laughs> Can you spell that Agnesor for us, please? Because <laughs> oh, it's, it's probably Arganosa. Oh, Arganosa. Okay, Agnesor Arganosa. I was and I was about to spell it for you too. But you know, since you want to be a smart ass, spell it for us because I might have it wrong. Um, Anosa, <laughs> A A G N O R S A. I might be missing a couple letters, but I'm close. Mm. Go ahead, say something. I mean, you didn't. You said you might be missing a couple letters, so ain't nothing I can say about it. But just go ahead and with your story. <laughs> Look, I'm dyslexic, so you know when y'all come to spelling, I'ma tap out. Like I ain't even gonna front. Yeah. <laughs> So, so um, but yeah, not um, but this one and um, actually um, they were smoking one and it did smell awesome. Um, I've I've, you know, there there are some good girls out there, you know. So you got your fifteenth fifteenth anniversary, eighteenth anniversary. Um, I didn't like the ghost that much, and I know you got the black ops. You didn't like the ghost? Yeah, I didn't like the ghost. Not really, nah. So and there's a bunch of other ones out there also. Um. So, oh, I, I know I'm I'm kind of doing a slight side note. So you know I was on on the show I was smoking a um CLE. Yeah, yeah you like that one? Yeah, that that was nice. It was the uh, Azabachi. So you know all their lines are the you know saying Asylum, the Medulla, the Oblongata, but you know one one thing that did stick out. Uh, also, the one shot one kill is under there too, so they actually make one shot one kills. Oh yeah, do yeah. they? Cause I mean, Isn't that one of your it. favorites? We're going to talk about a one shot one kill incident in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad it, I'm glad that you brought that, that up. Was a I had almost forgot. <laughs> I almost forgot. Oh wait, yeah. before we forget though, because we had to. Uh, you were there with us in Spirit Nest because while we were interviewing George, he was on. The favorite of your favorites, the yeah. Liga Provada number nine. Oh, the number nine made it yes, a Yes, it was. So even though yeah. you weren't physically there, you, your essence, ew, was there, <laughs> <laughs> kind of being sprinkled all over the place. And, yeah. And when you speak about me and you say my essence, you've got to say my nescence. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you see that? You see how that? Yeah, you see that? I can't even find it with that one. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. You, you get a gold work, star. It kind of works for both of us. Yeah. It does. It does. <laughs> that's true. So, no, that's cool. But, yeah, go ahead with your uh, one shot, you know. All right, so <laughs> let's talk about... Tell us a story, right, let's talk about Let's talk about etiquette. Okay, yeah, we talk about Home story. etiquette. Right. Home humidor etiquette. Etiquette period. Things that you shouldn't or... Things that you should do with somebody's humidor. All right, so 
Ooh, somebody was touching your humidor? Yeah, they had their hands all on my stick. So listen. Jesus. A couple Smash weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, I had a little little sin dig at the house. Um, and I'm heard, I'm sure y'all have heard me talk about it before. I have a little humidor that sits out of my garage. <clears throat> yeah, what side of the refrigerator? AKA the studio. The studio, <laughs> the man cave, the TV room. It's got all kind of multi purposes to it. But so we're all sitting in the back. You know what I'm saying? And during that time. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently somebody took it upon themselves to just go into the humidor and help themselves. And I want to know from y'all, what do you think the etiquette is when you're at somebody's house? You know what I'm saying? And there's a little shindig going on. There's a lot of people moving around. There's a lot of things moving and moving and jingling around. So to me, like, First things first, if I'm admiring your humidor, and I, I don't know if this is from a woman's standpoint or like a respect standpoint, but I'm going to go from my perspective. If I see something in somebody's house that don't I you like, like. You admiring my sticks and you like it, carry on. I'm liking how this is going. Go ahead. I'm going to let you know and be like, hey, <laughs> that humidor is very nice. Can I get that sticker? No. <laughs> We're just going to keep glossing over that. We're just going to keep glossing over that. I like and the focus prints I on... see through the glass. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but if I'm admiring something in somebody's house, I'm going to acknowledge it. Like, hey, this is nice. Where'd you get it from? Da-da-da-da-da. What does it do? You know? Listen, you already know. Like, you've been over here several times, hypothetically. You've been to that person's house several times, so you've seen right. the humidor a thousand times. And then on that note, then it's like... Yo, what good? What do you have good in your humidor, man? I'm going to acknowledge, or you know, in some way, let you know that I'm interested in your humidor. Can I check it out? You know, unless you have expressed permission, like that is okay to go in your humidor without permission. Mm-hmm. You've got to ask in mm-hmm. some way or form. You know, it doesn't have to be like, well, "Excuse me, sir, can I mm-hmm. check out your humidor?" Mm-hmm. No, but you can be like, "Yo." What you got in the humidor, man? What sticks you got? You got anything good? Da 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 da. But I'm not just going to. That's like walking in somebody's refrigerator. Like I don't mm. even know you like that. It's like going to my underwear drawer. Like I mean, ew. to be honest. Yeah. Now that I mention it, I am missing some drawers, y'all. Mm. Were they black with lace <laughs> on them, and they smell like cherries in the in the crotch part? Guilty <laughs> <laughs> well, always be first. Always. Hit dog a I, I didn't see him. I was just, I was just wondering. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. So with that friend, I mean, you, you wasn't sharing? That friends don't share, you know, saying? No. I mean, listen, it wasn't about whether I was sharing or not. But the whole thing is there's an etiquette that needs to be followed. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you just walk in, you know what I'm saying, and just start, you know, uh-huh. just going going through Picking through, trying to, you know what I'm saying, getting your, picking, your, picking, choosing your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not something that you do. Yeah. And then, like, what if you had, like, special sticks that you had reserved or you were saving for a special I was occasion? To, I was glad you said that. Or some expensive sticks that, you know, that, like, that weren't, aren't, like, considered the passer outers. I'm you glad know you I'm said saying? that because one of the sticks that were taken, all right, so for people who don't know, my original initials are EH. Y'all know who E.H. is, right? Right. Edgar Hoyle, mm-hmm. right? Who makes one shot, one kills. So on the Edgar Hoyles, he actually has something that's called Edgar Hoyle. So on the band, it's got big E.H. on it. 
person took those. See, I don't know if that I would consider that a friend. <clears throat> like, like if if they started out a friend, we'd have to have a conversation. Like, especially if you know who did it, it's like, dude, the fuck, like, you know. What is, you know, what's what's up with that? That's not cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not cool at all. Mm-hmm. You know, nah. Yeah, that's, that's, mm-mm. And it was, it was, see, there's other parts that I'm not telling, right? But I will say this part. So apparently, I had given another guy that was over here, he had came over here the night before. Right. And so I had given him, like, excuse me, like six of these um, factory smokes. So apparently, he was giving them away to people. Like here, you know, you want to, you want these are great. You want you want one of these. So the the person apparently was like, yeah, nah. He thought that he thought that the guy was just going in my humidor, just handing out the sticks. So the guy was like, yeah, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like I know how Ness is. I'm not going to just smoke that stick. So and it was a little. It was a factory smoke. So you know, factory smokes are what two dollars a stick. Something like that. So the guy says, no, I know how Ness is. I'm not going to smoke that. But then later goes in and gets the ones that got EH on them. <laughs> no, that's some fuckery. Exactly. That's fuckery. And see, people was looking at me like I'm being an asshole. Because you are. You hey. are, but not in this case. Yeah. But I think that I'm just automatically convicted as an asshole whenever something comes up. Because it was a whole, it was it was a few other things, you know what I'm saying? It kind of wrapped me up that particular night, you know what I'm saying? But... Cause yeah, you know you do have asshole in your wallet. Yeah, but I don't think that I was being an ass. I think that was no. I think that was unfairly accused of being an asshole yeah. in that situation. I think you were, because usually I'll be the first one to tell you. Well, probably the second one. I'm sure Bree tells you more. <laughs> but um, I'm you know yeah. If you were being an asshole, I'd be like, yo, nah, flag on the play. You were being an asshole. But no, not on this one. Nope, you do not get a red card on this one. No. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that because people was trying to make me feel like I was in the wrong. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm definitely not in the wrong. But you know, yeah, but that that's why I have like a separate humidor for my good sticks that I mean, actually put up. But you shouldn't have to do that in your own house. Like, no. But you know, sometimes because, you know, so you know how, you know, people when they come to your house is like, okay, we're having a party, humidor's out there, I'm going to reach in there. But you know, you know, etiquette is, one thing, ask permission. Um, don't put your hand on everything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there are people who have, who have, you know what I'm saying, sort of, quote, unquote, a free range and stuff like that. And those, and the person who did it, they know who that, they know who those particular people are. Right. And I think that maybe he got confused at the time, like, oh, okay, I'm on that level with Ness. When, no. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Like, nah, no, sir, no. You know what I'm saying? And you knew that because when the guy offered you the stick, your response was, nah, because I know how Ness is. Like, that's what fired me up. Right. And he said, no, nah, I didn't want to take that one because I know how you are. Oh, but you go yeah. in my shit and yeah. take the better sticks? Yeah. Like, the fuck? Right. No, 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 no. But then I, uh, the other part of that, too, is like the people, you know, like certain people, like, you know, I know sweets could go into your humidor and be like, yo, dude, what you got? But you know that Sweets ain't going to take, you know, just help himself. He's going to be like, yo, I like this one. This one good? You know, because y'all at that level and you got right. that respect. Like, I know, right. you know, I know we're cool, but I wouldn't just randomly go through your humidor. Like, that's not cool. 
I mean, that no, that's that's not cool. People who are on that level are on that level because you know that they respect your things. Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? That's why they're exactly. on that level because exactly. I ain't got to worry about you jacking me. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. or if I say I'm a jack, I'll be like, yo, I'm jacking you for this one. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> you know. And the thing is, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got it's, enough cigars to spare, but it's the whole fact that, it's like, the principle. Yo, yeah, it's like, the principle. yeah. Like, yeah, you, you feel like you were disrespected in your own home. Very much. And that's what I, when I was telling my partner about it, he like, I mean, yeah, but you know, you know how that that particular person is, you nah, know what I'm saying? And... I, I don't buy that excuse because that's why we got the president that we got. Well, you know how he is and da 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 da. No, fuck that. Learn some goddamn etiquette. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, definitely we respect people's um, humidor, cooler doors. My like wine rack. Wine rack. Yeah. All that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, my water bottle collection. Yeah, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dirty condoms, all kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Ew. Um. <laughs> That's a dope sweatshirt you got on, Nessa. I know. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's awesome. Did y'all wear those yesterday? I did. I don't have one. She came with no top SOP swag. I'm like, you are lying. Oh. Oh my gosh. Now I'm call a liar. I did have on. I had on my SOP T-shirt. She okay. did have one on a T-shirt. Okay, yeah, she had a T-shirt. That's why you did. You did. You did. Yeah. I'm sorry. That came out kind of strong. Because <laughs> oh I'm like, what? <laughs> my apologies. That was a little intense. I'm sorry. That was There was I mean, a lot she, of energy in that. She she just put me, uh, yeah. put me out there. I did. That's nice. But, um, yeah, so what were y'all in your cigars? Um, almost halfway. Um, pepper, the pepperness is gone. Uh, it hasn't God. really changed a, a lot. But it's a good stick to smoke. I think it really is. I think it, it's definitely a coffee stick. It did mellow out for me. Um, I'm getting way, way less pepper. Um, it's it's mellowed out quite a bit. But um, still trying to, you know, calm my palate down because it's still a little angry about the, <laughs> that first peppery. Because for me... Because your palate feel disrespected? It like it didn't use di- the proper etiquette? Exactly. It did not ask, do you want all this pepper in right. your, in your yeah. smoke? Right. Like, yeah. But the, no, the first third for me was very, very peppery. So I'm glad that it has mellowed out. Mm-hmm. For me, it has. Yeah, a lot. And um, I would say it was a good smoke. You know, definitely gives off a lot of smoke. Um, a good burn. I had a little canoeing issue, but I think that was more me than... Um, mm. The, the the make of the cigar, the quality yeah. of the cigar, because no. I was looking at y'all's and I was like, oh, I'm the only one with a canoe, so it's it's probably me. Maybe. It's probably <laughs> I mean, I mean, and that does happen, but that's stuff that you can actually get past. I mean, you know, we we know canoeing happens for many different reasons. Right. Um, so I'm not going to blame that on the cigar. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, I will not give this car the wet paper bag award. It's not even in that category. No, it's not a wet paper bag. No, but we might have to. We might have to. Uh, we might have to give a new category to pepper pot. <laughs> yeah, first third. Oh yeah. I mean, what you got to keep in mind though, some like my fathers and, and stuff like that, like yeah. they're known for for being pepper. pepper you know what yeah. I'm saying? So and people right. like that. Though. You know, people like that. So yeah, I can't like really, that. I can't really knock that. Um, all that pepper. Um, I can't really knock that because, like I said, some people like it. You know what I'm saying? It just may not be for me. But I don't think this is a bad stick at all. No. Nah. Um, but let me no. tell you a little bit about Sticks and Stones. Um, okay. Sticks and Stones Cigar Society Promos and Cigars was started in 2017. 
Okay. Um, they're out of Houston, Texas. Um, the guy who um, I've been in contact with, with, with his name is Rich Papillon. Um, if I'm saying his name right, hopefully I am. He's actually a good brother. I've talked to him on several occasions. Um, matter of fact, he just now texted me a couple of minutes ago. Um, at some point, we're going to try and um, interview him. We wanted to have him on tonight, but he was a little wrapped up in some things. But anyways, um, they started out, they was, being, they was known for um, hosting community events with the Ronald McDonald House and Houston Food Bank and stuff like that. That's what's up. Um, in August 15, August, on August 15, 2019, they were issued a proclamation for the city of Houston. Wow. Which is a really good thing. Yeah, That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's awesome. They also host a radio show um, on 953jams.com. Um, it's called the Sticks and Stones Lifestyle Sessions. And it's, it's on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. If y'all have a chance, you know, log on and check that out. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, like definitely. I said, this is a really good guy. Um, what they do is they, um, they kind of welcome people to Houston, you know, new, new, newcomers to Houston by, you know, sharing cigars with them or whatnot. And, you know. That you is know. a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. I'm I'm going to Houston now. I just want to be welcomed with a cigar. You know if you do, holla at my man. I'll yeah. give you. I'll, you know what I'm saying. Make sure that uh he does y'all right out there. But I actually have a daughter living in Houston, so next time I'm there, I'm definitely going to hit him up for sure. Cool. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. But the cigar brand was launched. Um, the actual cigar brand was launched in October 2019, which coincidentally is right around the same time the SOP was launched. That's right. Wow. Because we're about to come up on that one year. (laughs) We sure are. Yay. So um, y'all can reach him at rich at sticksandstonescigars.com. That's rich at sticks, S-T-I-X-X-A-N-D-S-T-O-N-E-Z cigars.com. Because they have a little membership uh, thing that they do. It's $75 per year. And I guess they kind of, you know, get you acquainted with, you know, maybe the cigar people that they know. You know what I'm saying? And y'all just, you know, maybe they, maybe it comes with a package or something. I don't know. I have to talk to them again. And maybe you can give me a little bit more details on it. But, yeah, hit him up. This cigar, I think it's pretty decent. Um, it's a $10 stick. Um, it's worth $10. Yeah, I would. Definitely, yeah. I would pay, for it. especially if I knew somebody that liked us. Like, for me personally, because... The pepper, and I'm, I'm going to keep driving this point home because that's where I am. I wouldn't, like, for me personally, it's a it's a no. But if I know somebody that likes a strong pepper. Do you recommend pepper, this one? Absolutely. Because yeah, it's, a, it's absolutely. a good, it's a, it's a nicely rolled stick. The construction and everything is good. The smoke on it and everything is good. Yeah. Um, I just, like Nessa said, I just think that if if you're not into pepper like that, then it's probably not the stick for you. But uh, other than that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's it's... That's the only bad Everything. thing I can th- say about it, and it's, it's right. personal preference. Like, yeah. yeah. That's all. Um, one thing we didn't mention is that um, this is a Piro. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is from Nicaragua. Um, didn't he say it was age? 10 years. About 10 eight. years. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and actually, now it, it had a profile change almost halfway through. It so, did. So, you know, saying this is a, a definitely smoke all the way through. Don't, like I said, um, so, for people that don't like pepper sticks, I, I wouldn't recommend it for you. This is definitely a full body smoke. Yeah. Um, like I said, the construction is great. The but there's ways that you can get around the peppery though. If you if you drink you like something like, if you drink you some like something sweet, 
Yeah, some sweet, to balance it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah something definitely. that's kind of creamy that kind of a ton of that that will actually calm down the pepperiness. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, since we're pairing it with this Siraj wine, um, now it's going well with it. Nah, I disagree me, on that one. Well, that's that's your personal preference, just like you said. Well, well I've actually got a margarita. So. Yeah, you know, so he's on tequila. <laughs> it's actually, I got, actually got margarita mix in there, too, so I kind of mix them together. I didn't tell y'all that. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Somebody's been pre-gaming, yeah. clearly. But, um, yeah, because now, you know saying, I'm getting more of, um, like, different type of spices off of this, other than, like, the earthiness that I was getting before. So now I'm tasting the spices, you know. Um, nah, this is it's definitely a, a nice stick. But if I were to do this stick... Um, Maybe more with a Kahlua, with yeah. a Bailey's. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ness said, for me, that would balance off some of those those stronger notes. But definitely, you know, now that I'm halfway through, it's it's definitely for me more palatable. Um, and I can see that that like you said, that creaminess from a Bailey's or a Kahlua or uh, a White Russian casting cream. Exactly, would, like would, that. would balance it off, so... Yeah. So a nice, nice, you know, iced coffee, cup of coffee, stuff like that. No cool. coffee. <laughs> yeah, not, 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 yeah not, not for you, mm-hmm. um... No chipmunk. coffee. Yeah, no. No, not at all. But, um, I can see that, and that's kind of, I think, a good rule of thumb that, you know, for people, if you find yourself with a peppery stick, you like it, but you're just, you know, how do you, you know, get through that cigar? If you, you know, if you decide, like, yeah, I want to smoke this one, but I got to balance something off. What do I do? Then, you know, like pair it with something sweet or something creamy. Yeah. And then that'll that'll yeah, lessen it. that effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I could see myself smoking all the way down and actually using um, a pick of some sort. Um, matter of fact, speaking uh, of that, speaking of picks, yeah, cami picks, you know, there's definitely a bunch of different uh, accessories that you can, you know, saying use to <clears throat> put a pick in it. So. You know, another thing we want to talk about was definitely different um, cigar accessories that you can have with your cigars to make it a more enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, you know, we, we have different type of picks. I was checking out this one pick. It's called a, um, uh, what's it called? It'll, it'll come to me in a minute. But it's a pick that has three prongs on it. You can use it to punch it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called the, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about because I've, not, I've not seen that. I thought about getting that. It's not, it's not a, um... I, th- I thought about getting that. I seen it. Cigar Lance? No, 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 no. It's a. Um, Come on, fact checker, help us out. I mean, this is his thing. He should have had this ready. Yeah, and it's, it slipped my mind right now. Anyway, it has three prongs. It's an aluminum body. It has a nice handle on it, also, so you can use it to punch a cigar, which it opens up, it opens up airways through it that way. And you can also use it to um, use it as as a uh, cigar pick. It's on Amazon um, and a bunch of other different manufacturers. They're about thirty, forty dollars. Um, it's worth every 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 penny of it. You know, what I'm saying very nice construction. What is the name of that tool? I don't know. This one or something else. Um, but I think um, the other thing, if uh, accessories, because you're right. You know, cigars are a lifestyle, so you definitely got to have your travel humidor. Yeah. Uh, that is so essential, and and don't forget yours when you come to do a show, because your co-host will clown the shit out of you. Oh, Just saying. Okay, every day. And, uh, yeah. Speaking of like travel humidors, you know, saying you can um purchase one. There are a bunch of different sites that you can go to, but they're really good travel humidors that will hold multiple cigars. It come with all. It come with a uh, different type of cutters, lighters. Very durable. And you can and, get different sizes. Yeah, like different sizes I have too. a small one. 
Um, mine holds what six sticks. Mine holds six, and I can get my cutter and my pick in here like just fine, and it's perfect. But you guys, y'all have like travel humidor buckets. <laughs> like, you know, there's like a couple layers deep where you can hold what? What? How many cigars can you hold in your suites? Fifteen. Fifteen. So easy, yeah. But I thought about upgrading my humidor because, like you said, because I can't fit my lighter in mine. And I want to be able to have everything kind of like all together, like my cigars, my, you know, because I'm always struggling to make sure I don't lose my lighter. Because mm -hmm. and that's the other thing, like there are so many different kinds of lighters out there. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, I think I prefer more of a torch type as opposed to just having like just an open flame. Open flame. Yeah, they also have the new lighters that are um, plasma lighters. Those are really nice. Mm -hmm. So, and these one have actually um, multiple purposes. Um, you can take them for just for cigars, uh, nasty cigarettes if you smoke cigarettes. Um, but the the opening for the lighter actually will accommodate cigars also. Um, if you're an outdoors person, you can use them for that. Um, they they're windproof, they're rainproof. Those are inexpensive also. Um, so, yeah, definitely look up plasma lighters. There was a, another, there's a new, new gadget out there also. It's the thing that you were talking about is called the Select Draw. Thank you. It's, it's called Select Draw, yeah. Mm. Thank you, Fat Checker. Thank you, Fat Checker, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, somebody got my back. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to need you to say how necessary. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> how about she say, thanks, Fat Checker, and you say, thanks, Backbreaker. Oh, that's so not going to happen. <laughs> Moving on. So they actually have a watch now. So while you're checking your time, you, you can, can light your light at the same time. And they're yeah. really, really nice. Get the hell nice. out of here. Yeah. Really? They're really nice. Yeah. Okay. So all you ladies out there looking to, you know, get your man a gift. Yeah, yeah get him that. Get I, that. I think, yeah, because I just I just saw Ness's eyes like totally light up. Like, Oh, yeah. I've seen it before. Like yeah. Ness, you know, he never like opens his eyes at all. But when, you, when he, said, he said that, he's like, oh, word. Yeah. Like. <laughs> All right, now. And and they're also um, not that expensive either. They range from 20 bucks to $30. Um, from you, seen, you talked about the cigar medic already? No, I haven't got yet. Oh, yeah, I'm about bad. to get there, though. No, I'm that's bad. cool. Um, but actually, I, I was going there next, and since you brought that up, go ahead and explain. You know or the cigar medic is basically like a, a little tool that you use that you stick in the foot of your cigar um, to check where, check where the humidity is on it. Um, let's say you're carrying your stuff around in your, um, in your hearth. Um, and it's been in there all day, and you want to make sure that the humidity is right on it, you know, because some people like they sticks at a certain at a certain humidity. Like right. I like mine, for instance, at like <clears throat> I like mine at probably about like sixty four, sixty five. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, to make sure that your sticks are at that in that range, you know what I'm saying? You can poke it, right. and it'll uh, tell you where it's at. I mean, because you know, holding in that, holding that, holding that hoof. I don't know how often you. And I was going to ask you that while you're talking about it, talking about um, your herve. How often do you change those cigars out since you carry 15 in there? Um, because, no, you know... I, I so switch them out. Um, how often? Usually, like, about a week or so. I mean, I smoke pipe cigar every day anyway, so I'm always changing them out on myself. But usually, I, th I think a week or two weeks is good. You know, so make sure you rotate them. If you're going to leave them in there, you rotate them around. Mm -hmm. And definitely, you know, saying check your um, Babita packs or if you're using bees or whatever you're using to keep the humidity in there. Always check that so often also to make sure that the um, the humidity is consistent all the way that you like it. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, you like yours at 64, 65. Mm -hmm. Mine is about 67 to 69. Mm -hmm. um, 
any. What about you? You know where you like yours at yet? Nope. I know. I bet you like. <laughs> I bet you like sixty nine. Ah. But actually, I um. She didn't say no. <laughs> I just glossed over that. We're just gonna act like that didn't even happen. Mr. Wilson. We just gave you some free advice. Ding 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 ding. I'm not talking to neither one of y'all right now. But um, for my humidor, since it is so small, I take mine out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really specifically use mine for traveling. Because mm-hmm. um, if I'm at the house, then I've got my my humidors there, mm-hmm. so those are fine. And I just leave them in there, and I know. Like if I'm coming down here or if I'm going someplace else where I know I want my cigars, then I'll, you know, kind of just be like, hmm, what am I in the mood for? And just pack it up and then take it with me. Do you leave it in the car? Or no. you just, every time you get out the car, you bring it with you? Put it oh, in yeah, your I don't, yeah, I don't leave it in the car at all. When I'm done with this one, this one goes like right next to my, my other humidors. Mm-hmm. So then if I know I got to go somewhere, then I'm like, all just right, fill it back up. just fill it back up, take mm-hmm. it with me. What about you, Sweets? You take yours in the house or you leave yours in the car? No, no, I take mine in the house. Because mm-hmm. uh, I just feel like if, if they're left in the car, especially in the South, with how hot your, your car can get, you know, right. I think it would just, like, ruin them. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, saying with the, the temperature change, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're in the South, I mean, in one day, you will go through all four seasons. You know what I'm saying? Those are facts. Mm-hmm. So it would definitely you go through affect, all eight seasons. <laughs> yeah, all eight seasons, yeah, for real. Um, it will definitely affect the, the quality of your cigar, so... I don't. I don't think too many people do leave their humidors in their, their in their cigar like overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, if they go someplace, um, I actually do leave mine in my car overnight. With cigars in there, yeah, all the time. Really? Which is, uh, I think I probably I probably change them out probably in weather like this. Then I probably change it out probably about if I don't smoke them like every two weeks. Because see, I have like about like four or five different. Little hearths that I'll that I'll carry around. Like I got a little, I got a couple of three pack ones. I got mm-hmm. a two pack one. I got a couple of those. I've got some fifteen count ones like yours. So okay. it all depends on <clears throat> it all depends on what I'm doing. Like for instance, like let's say let's say I got to work all week, right? I may smoke a cigar every day while I'm at work. So for that, I'm just gonna leave it in my car. Right. Okay. You know what that I'm saying? Sense. Yeah. And so that so every every night I'm gonna just take my you know, just go to the car, bring it out, you know what I'm saying, smoke it, and put it back in there and, you know, keep it rolling. Okay. Um, are your travel humidors, are all of them made out of the same material? Like no, I have, plastic? No, I have, I have a metal one. I have okay. leather ones. I have plastic ones. Um, like I said, uh, and I'm actually about to have another fully leather one made okay. um, with my initials on it. Look at okay. you all fancy. Which is another great... Um, cigar accessory. Yeah. Um, the reason I asked about that, you know, those people that actually have uh, wooden travel humidors, there's also a cigar medic just for the wood, so you can check the humidity of the wood itself. Mm-hmm. Um, even though that, you know, saying you might have um, like the Bavita packs or the beads and stuff like that, that doesn't necessarily mean that the wood has that same um, humidity um, temperature reading. So you can actually check that too. But does that make a difference since you're not smoking the wood? It does make a difference because if your cigar sitting there, the way that that um, humidor is controlling or containing that humidity, it, it will affect the cigar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it would because, like, even with your when you get because, like, when I got my first humidor, like that's one of the first things it told you to do is to season to, it and everything. to season it and wipe it mm-hmm. down, you know, with a damp sponge on the inside and all of that. So I would assume that a wooden, like, travel humidor wouldn't be any different. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, would it make... All right, so like I said, I have the cigar medic, 
Mm-hmm. So with that, what I'm asking you, Sweets, is does it matter what I carry it in? Like if I want to, I could carry it in a in a in a in a mailbox. I mean, you know what I'm saying, in a in a postal box, as long as when I stick my cigar medic thing in there, it reads uh, properly. Yeah, true, but then you know what I'm saying, I mean, you do have to check each and every one. And well, I need to check just the one that I'm smoking. The one that you're smoking, mm-hmm. but but if if but like you said, you're leaving them in for a, a while, and I'm saying period of time. You want to make sure that that box is actually reading the same temperature as your um. That's a hygrometer. That's a right. That's I messed it up earlier. Hygrometer. Hygrometer. I'm still messing it up. But you want to make sure that you have. You say it the same way every time, so you're all, of course you're going to mess it up. Yeah. Okay. Hygrometer. <laughs> but you, you want to make sure that everything is reading your cigar. Your hygrometer, and you want to make sure that the humidity in the box are all on the same level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you might get that one that might be good, but let's say that one t- comes up as like you said, you like a 64, 65, and but the rest of them are reading like seventy or something like that. Now either you're gonna end with mold or beetles and stuff like that. Yeah, you have uh, yeah you have one that's good out of fifteen, and yet now you gotta throw them out when you simply just could have checked the humidity inside your box, too, to make sure that it's, it's giving you the proper reading. That's you know? true. Um, another thing, and you also, since, you know, you, most of the work eight-hour shift, you work 12-hour shifts, you know what I'm saying? Some people might be at work all day. You also have wireless hygrometers that you can check on your phone. You what? know what I'm saying? And you can steadily monitor, you know saying, the levels are, you know what I'm saying? Um, so those are also good um, gifts to give, you know what I'm saying, give your... Boyfriend, girlfriend, you know anybody that likes cigars, stuff like that. I think are are, are definitely um essential too. That um, one's wireless, but it's not it's not to the phone. Though. It's, it's like phone. like that that that's sitting on top. Mm-hmm. I can take that upstairs if need because there's something inside that actually reads it and it just computes that to there. Right. Okay, so, yeah. so you have just like a little travel device. Yeah. So okay, but that's cool too, especially if you've got your. Humidor, like like you, you got yours in the, another place and not, you know, ready access to it. So, right, right, right. you know, so, yeah, you, you just want to make sure. Right. Yeah, you know, so you oh, definitely need to check phone, yeah. So that's cool. You know, something, that, something I want us to talk about one of these days is the difference between an electric humidor and a regular conventional humidor. Yeah, we can definitely get down to that, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I was also going to, you know, same point out, you know, uh, when when you get your humidors, you know a lot of times it has that that dial hygrometer on there, mm-hmm. but normally they're not that accurate. They're not that good. Nah, um, I don't ever use those. They're they're nice to look at. It makes the humidor complete, but definitely get you a digital hygrometer too. Um, it's way more accurate. Because um, even when you're seasoning for the first time, you know you're supposed to have it at seventy five percent just to season. That's the only time that you're supposed to have it that high. Um, with 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 that one, when you first get it, if even if it says that, it might not be there. It might be over. It might be way under. But definitely, I recommend getting a digital one. They're not that expensive. You can get them from pretty much anywhere. Um, don't let that that dial fool you, because it will. Okay. Saying, trust me. Um, good to know. Good yeah. To know. And definitely, you know, saying since we talk about the select draw, another good tool is the perfect draw. And this is, you know, saying if you have knots in your cigars or it's mm-hmm. not pulling the way that it should be, mm-hmm. you can get you different types of, um, that's like that, that select draw, that, that's actually um, has one of those in there too. Mm-hmm. It, it'll um, give you a, a better draw in there. So, you know, you get one of those and you can use it as a pick, you know, saying at the same time there or self-defense. You get yourself <laughs> in a tight situation, 
Those are facts. Yeah, you poke somebody's eye out. Mm-hmm. Well, I always use uh, my pick if I feel like my my cigar is a little bit yeah. tight. You yeah. know, I've already I always keep my my pick with me, so I'll just you know use that at the other end. The perfect draw though, you screw it in. Oh, and okay. You screw it, it in, so and then you screw it back out. That way, it pulls a little bit out with it. Oh, yeah. And it just it'll open up mm. a nice air. Opens wave, up, it, yeah. And it try it one day. A okay. Whole hell of a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, know, January's right around the corner, and I got a birthday real soon. Yeah, you do. That's a fact. <laughs> Isn't it like the eighteenth or something? Seventh, close. Seventeenth. Seventeenth. Yeah. You're not even off the smoke. Trying to get us in trouble. Here? I know yours. <laughs> yours oh, is Feb- I'm my bad. I thought you told me her age was. Yours okay, is February eighteenth. Okay. No. No, December. He's December seventeenth. Then that's Solomon's. Yeah, yeah. Solomon's. Solomon's yeah. February. February eighteenth. Trying to do, man. Have decess in my house. Listen, this is what I think. No, no. <laughs> this is what I think. I think you should start him off early. It's like just train him up, right? Yeah. Really. Okay. I mean. His views are not we my don't views, ha- but we don't, I know that I will never leave my son home with you. We don't have, enough, we, come back we don't have enough five, six, seven-year-olds smoking cigars, <laughs> and we need to push that agenda. <laughs> we just need to push that agenda, clearly. Now, now, now you're giving FDA some ammunition against <laughs> nah. the um, cigar. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, we're, def- on, we're definitely going to have that. <laughs> I'm going to say back up. And, um, the thoughts and views yeah. of Ernest do not represent the <laughs> SOP. Yeah, and, and for people that are trying to keep up what's going on, but, you know, same with that one, um, there are a couple of bills out there about the legislation. I, I know one of them is called the, um, I think, SR 1493. So that's letting everybody know that's what's been going on with the FDA and the Cigar Rights Association. So right now we're in the clear, but there's a window for them to come back, but they have to do their, their due diligence and their research. That's kind of why they, they lost their case. You know, mainly what the FDA was concerned about is tobacco products that were marketed to kids. And I, I respect that, you know. But they was trying to lump in premium cigars with it too. And even in their finding they say, well, you know, say anybody over under eighteen do not normally go to you know, say they didn't you know gravitate towards premium cigars. So that's why they, they you know saying they're not really trying to fight it. They tried to and I, I know there was money tied up in it too because they were trying to legislate um certain stuff and make sure that the um try to cover up 30% of the box with, you know, saying all type of uh, labels saying I don't smoke, this product is hazardous and... Right, and I and I get, you know, they should have a label because they are tobacco, and I get that part, but I'm sorry, there's so many other substances substances that are definitely, to me, more marketed because when you get into vapes and jewels and those type of things... Yeah, flavored. The flavors, when you, you know, you got bubble gum and cotton candy and those type... To me, that is a like blatant direct marketing to mm-hmm. you know you're trying to capture that younger smoker earlier, and I'm you know I don't I'm not against them I'm not I am against them let me let me rephrase that because I just don't like all those flavors like those those things taste fake to me yeah and yeah. that's what I do like about a cigar is that it's just tobacco. It, you know, it, it might if it has flavor and it, it might be a little bit of chocolate. I can deal with like a sweeter cigar because I do like a sweeter cigar, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not like fruity berry or you know unnatural right. flavors or right. manufactured yeah. flavors. Right. It's like nah. Yeah. Uh-uh. did you hear that? I did. I heard the ding. You know what that is? What is that? That's whenever a sweet has an idea. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't hear it before, but that's uh-uh. it. Yeah. I like so, that. That's what's yeah. up. And, and you know, and what you talking about, like the ones that she do like, like the holiday souls, um, fat bottom belly, 
Fat Bottom Betty's, uh, your Sweet Jane's, Leather Rolls, and stuff like that, that has a slightly sweetness to it. Um, some infused ones or like acids. So, but still, those ones aren't geared for, you know what I'm saying, um, younger adults. Nah, those, yeah. I think those are more for, um, I can, for newer cigar smokers yeah, some that are still, some, yeah. you know, want something a little sweeter, a little milder on the palate so while you're to, developing your yeah, taste. And they want to get into it to something that they can sit there and smoke and enjoy, you know, with their favorite beverage. Exactly. And I do like, um, a good, uh, cigar that might have, that have, uh, vanilla notes. Definitely something that has a uh, chocolate note. <laughs> you just having fun with the sound effects part of the board, aren't no, no, no. you? I was about to use. Something. I was using it for something, but yeah. clearly, I, I was trying to make it only where to make it only where I could hear. Oh no, just so we I could find it on there. My bad, carry on. No, no worries. You're good. <laughs> um, like I said, uh, chocolate. Uh, coffee flavored is definitely um, one that I like. Hazelnut right. is definitely a good flavor with a cigar. It like, blends uh, well. Amadolos. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. my absolute favorites. Yeah, those, um, those are real good sticks. Though, especially, um, again, saying if you're a new cigar smoker, if you're, you're still trying to develop your palate, because it's definitely, cigar is not a destination, it's a journey. It is definitely a journey. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, just have fun with it. I know sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, people can get, like, way serious about cigars. And I think it's good because you need to have that knowledge because you need to know what goes into something that you're consuming. But also, you know, just relax and have fun with it because every mm-hmm. cigar, there's a cigar out there for everyone. All right. All right. Yeah, no doubt. Um, now, pause for a minute. So, uh Anybody got any different flavors from their cigar at this point? Because everybody should be past their second thirds. I'm actually in my third third. Like I, yeah, I'm probably like dollar and thirty seven cent left. Pretty no much. Oh my! Um, uh, I got about two fifty. Something about like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm about with you. Um, um, for me, it's it's mellowed out even more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely happy about that. Um, like Sweet said, definitely more earthiness is coming in now. Um, less of that intense pepper. My palate is feeling better now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still overall. I still like it. It's still a good one. But um, knowing the 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 strong pepperiness of it, I would just recommend it for someone that likes those strong notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though it it the pepperiness does go away after the first thirds. Um, at this point, I'm actually getting some different flavors out of it. Yeah. Um, I'm tasting some vanilla. Yeah, with some dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting the earthiness from it. So, a little bit of um, coffee. Yeah, so, definitely um, coffee. Yeah, like I say, it's, it's definitely pairing a whole lot better with this um Sauvage that I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. so now I would definitely recommend this stick. Um, it is good. Like I said, the jaw, the construction, all that stuff was pretty much top notch. Um, as far as like a smoke a smoking experience, I would put this against a lot a lot of different um. You know what I'm saying cigar brands out there. Oh yeah, and, and I know it'll still come on top. You know, because yeah, there's some cigar brands out there like I said that that doesn't have a strong pull. Well, yesterday um, when I had when we were doing the um, the uh, anniversary uh, special with uh, Jigs, mm-hmm. um, I had a Romeo and Julieta, mm-hmm. and that was for me a great like which one? Um, 1875. Mm. 
And I love that one because it was consistently mellow throughout. But um, comparing it to this one, like as far as the pull and the burn, like definitely on quality with a Romeo and Julieta for me because the pull, the smoke, the the way it burns, definitely like you could you know it's right up there with that mm-hmm. on the on, on that note. But on, the only difference for me, I go back to the taste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Now we have a quick break. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what time of the show it is? What time of the show is it, It's this time. <laughs> I want a if fancy introduction, know, too. I'll find you one. Okay. If, you, if y'all didn't know what that is, and y'all probably don't because it's the first time you're using it, but that's the intro, intro to the cigar smoker. I mean, the celebrity cigar smoker. And the one for tonight is Dominique Wilkins. Because I said it before, but then we redid the show and didn't do it again. So, Dominique Wilkins. He is part of a company called MXS, which which stands for Maximum Maximum Excellence and Success. It debuted in June, on June 29, 2019. Has a San Andreas rapper, Nicaraguan binder with Nicaraguan and Dominican um, fillers. It's a six and a half by 54, and it's $14.50 per stick. Okay. And it's called the MXS. Okay. So, and Dominique, if y'all don't know, Dominique, or everybody should know who Dom has, has at least heard the name. But if you haven't, Dominique Wilkins used to play for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, won a, won a, won a, won, I know at least one, I want to say two dunk contests. Right. Um, the human highlight reel. The human highlight reel is what they call him. Uh, when actually one of my one of my favorite basketball players actually, um, I know he was in that dunk contest with Jordan. I think he won one against Jordan. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, and then Jordan came and you know it was it was actually a really good one. It was yeah, one of the best up until Vince Carter's. Yeah, um, I think um, Spud Webb was in that one. Yeah, too. Spud Webb was in it too. Who was also for, who also played for the Atlanta Hawks, and that guy was only like um, I think Spud Webb five, was like five, five, yeah. Six. yeah something like that. Yeah. So, he wasn't the shortest player. I think the shortest player has ever been was Muggsy Bowles, and Muggsy Bowles was like five feet or four eleven or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I think I thought he was a little taller than that. that. Yeah. Muggsy Bowles is small. He's got to he's got to be around that. If you ever seen I him, think he was like five four. I don't think so. I don't think no. he's four eleven. Uh, he wasn't no five four. I think he was five four. No, you gotta check that one out. Because no, I, I think yeah. um, all right, fact checker. Get on your was job. Like about five six five seven. I think um, Muggsy was like five four five five. Oh, but okay. uh, you said MX MXS. They're also on this list um, of black owned cigar companies. They are number thirty three. He's he's right. He's he's listed at five foot three. Okay, listed at five foot three. So if he's listed at five feet three, then he's only five feet. Oh, they they always yeah they always they always bump it up a little bit because they because they they got Allen Iverson I know he was listed at like six one or something like that and he's not six one he's definitely not six one no but you know so that that's a great feat for you to play in the NBA at that height oh yeah yeah definitely and he had a a nice career too so he did he did did. so I mean wow yeah shout out to Muggsy and Spud you know what I'm saying Um, because they they was even saying um his name is the the point guard for the Raptors. Um, he's not even six foot. Yeah, he's nice. Uh, he's playing now. The point guard. Oh, he's playing right now. Oh. Um, we'll figure yeah, it out. But yeah, yeah for you yeah. to be that short, yeah, you gotta have some skills. Yeah, yeah. You no, know saying real skills. So yeah, you just did your celebrity. So we're gonna move into a combo character. And um, actually, 
I'm going to, um, I would recommend this cigar with my combo character, uh, Deadpool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Reason being, you know what I'm saying? He's an asshole like Ness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the? <laughs> Those are facts. Yes. Those are facts. So, but I mean, yeah. I mean, if Y'all you watch like, the movies, if you read the comics, you know what I'm saying? You're, like you're sitting there cutting your throat and talking shit to you, you know what I'm saying? Worse than Spider-Man do. You know what I mean? <laughs> saying nursery rhymes. So, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but you know what I'm saying? But the I'll stab the fuck out kill of me. you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and, and this one is like, is so many different me- methods to his powers and his styles and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Um... He has, and, and and he was a concoction of a, a whole bunch of different um, DNAs from different superheroes too. You're not talking about Kyle Lowry, are you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's about yeah, he's about five eleven. Well, he's yeah. probably shorter than that because he's listed at six feet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I was say five eleven, five ten. But yeah. I mean, and, and he's a baller. Oh yeah, he is. You know what I'm saying. But um, you know, um, Deadpool has you know saying the healing factor from Wolverine. Um, at one point he can teleport himself too, so that. He's he's superhuman um, as far as his strength, um, agility, and yeah, I mean he's a, he's a total badass. His first appearance was in the New Mutants number ninety eight. Um, at at first he was just a just a bad guy. Now he's sort of an antihero, like you know, saying he does his own thing. I guess more so like a mercenary. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I definitely would would if if I had to stick off a of Deadpool. You know what I'm saying? It would definitely be this one. Um, I think I think he would definitely enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And saying some smart shit. You know, <laughs> at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. So that that's my um my comic book um hero um for today. De- who'd you say? Deadpool? Deadpool. Deadpool. You got one, Nessa? Um, I do not. I didn't do my homework today. So. No, but you do have something cool. You should tell them about that cool thing that you got that you showed us yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mask. Yeah. My mask. Okay, so um, I'm a comic book geek. I am not to the extent of Sweets. Like, he has, like, the extensive comic book geek memory, which, you know, my hat is off to you. But um, I had uh, got these, ma- uh, these masks, and it's all the black female comic book heroes on it. Actually, it's in my purse somewhere. Where's and my purse? It, anyway. It has the original Miss Marvel. Yes. Which was a black lady with an afro. Yes. And um, that one, I just, I wear that one whenever I'm out. I've gotten a lot of compliments on it. I'd like to say that I made it, but I did not. Um, There was a sister on Facebook that got them. And um, as soon as I saw them, I was like, oh, yeah. So um, I had gotten uh, a couple of them for me and my sisters because my my oldest sister that was on the show previously, uh, when we did the first lady Mm -hmm. show, Ralphie. Ralphie. Mm -hmm. Um. She was the one that got us reading comic books because she started. (laughs) And um, so, you know, growing up, you know, we always read those books. And so I got one for my sisters. So it was is way cool. And every time we wear them, we always get a lot of compliments on those was showing the uh, all the black female superheroes. So that one is like my absolute favorite. That one in my Queen Nessa mask because I made that one. No doubt. You know, actually, and I mean, I wouldn't mind having one of those masks. I mean, I, I rock it. Okay. You know, if anybody question. No, but you know what I want to do? We're going to do a contest, right? That's what we're going to do. We're all going to have this before. After this, I'm going to get into my uh, comic book character. We're going to have a contest to see who can get the most people to wear our mask, right? We're all going to get the SOP on one side, and then mine is going to say Ness on the other side. 
<laughs> I like that. Your say Ness, and we just have a contest to see who we, how many, who who can get the most people to oh, wear their name on there. Huh? Just gonna leave me out, asshole. No, yours is I, well, I said we all. Okay, yeah. I said we all, but okay, if you want to be included, my bad, my bad, included, my bad. Saying, yeah, okay, well, forget the Nessa, the Nessa and the Ness one. We're just going to have sweets ones, you know what I'm saying, since he's taking it personal. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Nessa and Nessa's mask. <laughs> like, yeah, this is about us. We're just going to go with that. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, my uh, comic book character is going to be Bishop. Okay, mm. okay, no doubt. Um, some, of y- some of y'all know who Bishop is. Um, he, um, He's actually um, his first appearance was from the Uncanny X Men yes, yep. issue number two two eighty two in November ninety one. Um, he's a uh, he's actually a human mutant. Yep. And from the future. What's that? Or from the future. Yeah. 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 From the future. Yeah. Um, his alias was what was his alias? Do you know? No, actually, I don't. I get, no, Archbishop. Okay. That was an archbishop? Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think they shortened the bishop. That's what's up. Yeah, he was born 80 years in the future of the Marvel Universe. Yep. Um, he was a son of Aboriginal. Is that, okay. isn't that, is, yeah. that the, is that the name? Yeah. Um, from Australia, right? Or he fled. Yeah, he was a refugee from, or, or Aboriginal was a mutant refugee who fled to America from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, also, I'm going to tell you what kind of cigar I think he would have smoked if he smoked cigars. But uh, he was a founding member, member of Storm's Splinter Team of X-Men. Um, yeah, I remember that book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he was actually, actually well-known. I mean, uh, a, a real big character, I guess. Very big character. Um, he was affiliated with the X-Men. He was affiliated with uh, O-N-E. Yep. Um, Interpol. And I think X Factor. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. X Factor. Yeah, because that's uh-huh. when I started picking him up and reading him. It was in X Factor. Yeah, he was also on the NYPD. Yeah. Um, but so since he was so affiliated with the X Men, I figured that his cigar of choice would be none other than the Opus X. Oh, it's because he that. was so affiffiliated with the X Men. Like, right. Yeah. Um, that was that was my thoughts on it. No, that's yeah. cool, yeah. And, you know, the, the cool thing about him is um, he can absorb anybody's, right. not not powers, but the energy, and right. he should have, you know, saying right back at him. Right. You know, um, you know the one thing I didn't like, like in the X-Men from, I think, Future Past, I think that was the movie. Yeah, because he was in one of those movies at the Bodyguard or something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and what the, the Sentinels did, what they, they pumped him up with so much energy that they killed him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they did him any justice to show exactly what you no know, saying what he can do because yeah he could have just had you know saying return that same energy back to him. Did he die in the comic books? Nah, I'm, su- I'm sure all the ex. I mean all the yeah. all the heroes yeah. died in the comic books. I'm sure. Yeah, and at some point yeah they they they, they, they don't die. Died, You're um, just reincarnated on another timeline. You know they, uh-huh. yeah, they do different stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, they just yeah. make another Facebook page and come back. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm back, niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What I liked about Bishop, for me, like, I love that character because it was a strong black man in the comic books in the 90s. And it wasn't that stereotypical black lightning, black bird. You know how, like, in the 70s when there was a black comic hero, there was always the word black in front of it, Mm -hmm. you know. So 
he was one to me after Storm, you know, Miss Marvel, of course. But he was that character that his name was just his name. It wasn't black something always linked to his name. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of the first ones that appeared with locks as well, because mm-hmm. Bishop yeah. had locks. And he I was did. like, what? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just to to watch the evolution of, of black comic book heroes is mm-hmm. just something that I totally appreciate now, especially, you know, when you want to pass on that love to your kids, you, mm-hmm. want, you want them to see themselves in the books as right. well. Right, right. Yeah, no doubt. So no, nah, that that was a good one. That good was good. call on that yeah. one, Ness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I could see him smoking Opus X, Lost City, and all that kind of stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no doubt. Good mm-hmm. call. I guess I'm gonna do my homework next week, so uh, I won't be the slacker of the group. <laughs> 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 no, I didn't. I y'all know I've been putting it. I'm two jobs now, so two jobs like and working from home. You seem like we ain't trying to hear that shit. Whatever. <laughs> I am like working twenty four seven, like for real. But I always make time for my guys here at the Nessa's, SOP. Nessa's the Alan Iverson of the group, and says she feel like she ain't got to go to practice. She just show up on game day. <laughs> I just show up, be like, "What? I'm here. I'm practice. here. Practice, practice, practice. We talk no about practice. We talk about the game. Not the game that I love. But practice. Hey, but you know what though? <laughs> what y'all need to do is, uh, like, I love Alan Iverson. Yeah, me too. Because Alan Iverson, like. To me, Allen Iverson is the is the reason why I think that, especially in the sports world, people are how they are. Because he was the first person to come through there and bust out that 5X white tee. Yep. You know what I'm saying? To come with the bandana on his head and to 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 you know just 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 come how he was. He was the first person to ever do that. So everybody who came after him, they need to they need to salute. Alan Iverson. They did. What y'all need to do is listen to um, a podcast with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. Yeah. Called um, uh, Smoke. Uh, yeah. I want all the want all the smoke. It's called all the smoke. smoke. Yeah. It's called all the yeah, smoke. Yeah. Alan Iverson did an episode on that about two weeks ago. Just hearing him talk, you know what I'm saying? Just talk about you know uh, how he is as a person um, is amazing. Um, right. And you know you. You think about, like, I've never heard anybody, well, not any players that have to say anything bad about him. Only, 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 only time I've heard somebody say bad, say something bad about him is, you know, you know, back when he was coming in, it was kind of dogging him for, you know, him, him being how he was. But, um, you know, listening to him talk, you know what I'm saying, is really, really an amazing thing. Yeah, because I think he's the reason why they instituted the, uh, you know, dress. The, yeah, the dress yeah. code. That's what I was just uh, about to say. Mm-hmm. It was that. It was the, the gold chain, the wife beater, and, and the braid. It was like, uh, hold on, man, the, the whole culture. And he talks about that. He's basically like, he wasn't trying to, he wasn't trying to, you know, um, you know, be like, you know, be like how he was, you know what I'm saying? He just basically was like, he, he grew up poor, you know what I'm saying? Like, he talks about how he grew up and, you know, how his house was and stuff. And it's like, you know, he has seen, you know, the kids in his hood. I mean, you know, the, the dope dealers in his hood, you know what I'm saying, walking around with the gold chains and the big tees. And he was never able to do that. So that was like, well, that's what he wanted to get when he got yeah. some money. Yeah, no doubt. You know, another interesting thing about that, you know, him and the brat dated. And I, I thought that was fascinating. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I was um, jealous. Yeah, me too. Oh man, they they posted a picture of the brat in a bikini suit, dude. I did not. I knew she had. Oh no, Kyra you didn't see that body. video. She had a video yeah, with Tyrese back Tyrese. in the day. I know. What do you one, want? Yeah, but this one it was showing way more. Dude. I was like, wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, the brat. Yeah, yeah. The brat was like one of my first. The brat, Tony Braxton, and Jada Pinkett were my three light skin crushes back in the day. 
Yeah, no bullshit. Like I'd have, I'd have gave two of my two of my two of my right arms for both of them. I mean, yeah. for all three of them. Hey, that, that, that's, that's a solid lineup too, though. You know what I'm saying? I'd have gave both of my both of my right arms and a set of teeth. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no doubt, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Allen, though. But um, one of my favorite players. Yeah, y'all got anything else you want to talk about? Nah, um, other than that, I, I end up really enjoying the stick. Um, yeah, I am enjoying this one. Uh, definitely, yeah. I would I would recommend it. Definitely, I am enjoying it because y'all know me. Yeah, she brought <laughs> my pick. Yes, yeah. I'm down to the point where I need my pick. So. So. Was Cammy there last night? Yeah, she, she, was. Yep. she was. She was. Yeah. Yep. So if y'all want a nice decorative stick to go with your cigar, get Cammy's that Cammy's picks. Cammy's picks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So all mine, all minds and hearts are clear. All hearts and minds are clear. Yep. All right. Well. We got to go to shout outs, though. We got to do go. our shout outs. Let's go. So, uh, Sweets, start us off. Shout outs. Um, I'm going to give my shout outs to George and Isaac for giving us the opportunity to have our podcast at his cigar lounge and shop. Um, shout outs to Nessa for actually coming down. You know what I'm saying? It was like a not short notice, but it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It was definitely not planned. Yeah, definitely not planned. <laughs> so, um, and, you know what I'm saying? That's for. Like allowing us to use this equipment and stuff like that. Um, and all the people that actually came out and had some type of input on our show. It, it was, was great. It was nice. We also want to shout out the fake nest for the for the day yesterday. Also. Yes, our stunt double. Yeah, stunt double, yeah. <laughs> stunt double Jake. <laughs> Jake did a wonderful job. He did. He did. He did a great job. Yeah, that's yeah. good. He, he even was flirting with one of the girls who was talking about wine. So oh, he was like, hey, I'm, since Ness not here, I have to. He was in full Ness sure. mode. Yeah. Full Ness mode. You know what I'm saying? Your Nessence were everywhere. <laughs> My Nessence was everywhere. Your okay. Nessence were everywhere. Okay. Definitely, okay. definitely. Yeah, I like um, <laughs> for me, um, definitely shots out for uh, Jig and everybody that came out to support. It was just. It was an awesome show of love for a great business that's only been a year at that location and um, they're doing well, like doing real, real well. So I definitely encourage everyone, if you are in Savannah, if you're coming to Savannah, that is the place that you want to go to, to hang, to network, to really be welcomed into the cigar culture. Um, Shouts out to my guys, my co-hosts. Y'all just don't know. I, I love coming here. This is like, it's work, but it's it's not really work because it's so much fun. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, shouts out to y'all. And uh, we got to make sure we plan something great since we're coming up on our first year anniversary ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how about you? Who you shouting out tonight, Ness? Uh, again, I definitely want to shout out Jay um, for allowing us to be a part of that event. Yes. Um, from what I hear, it was a really, really nice event. I hear they had food and drinks and everything. And, and you know what? That's the one thing I do want to shout out Jig about. Because um, every Sunday, he actually does the free food thing. Yes. They, they grill out or do fish. They had a fish fry, actually, Friday yeah. um, up there. Oh, man. I missed that. Yeah. Oh. But, um, all, I mean, you know, all you do is just go in there and, page, and, and patronize. You know what I'm saying? And, and food and drinks. Food and drinks. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of people bring bring their own bottle and just leave it there. You know what I'm saying, and you can actually, you can actually take you a uh, take you a little humidor up there yep. and leave it up there, and you know every time you come in there, just grab something out of there. That's cool, um, and that's super dope. I don't know if you've seen it, like as you walk into the humidor, right to the left, uh-huh. it's like a whole little row of humidors. But yeah, that's just for people who you know leave their stuff up there. So that's dope. 
Um, I also want to shout out a friend of mine. Uh, her name is Sonia Williams. She's part of a Slick, Di- Slick Stick Cigar <laughs> Club <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah, yeah um, clean it up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I want to shout, out, shout, shout her out, and I want to shout y'all out. Um, thank y'all. Mm-hmm. Nessa, thank you for coming out. I mean, coming up here, you know what I'm saying? And, Doing this live show is a whole lot better, so you can hear all the jokes that we be laying on your ass. But uh, uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly, I'll have to come in more often now. Keep y'all Negroes in check. But we're gonna smoke something. We're gonna drink something, and we're gonna say whatever's on our minds. Thanks for coming out, people. Peace and blessings. God bless. Good night. Kane is in the building.